about Thanksgiving. And then I'm going to pass out uh, scriptures, about 30 passages. And my hope is that you'll take this home and carry it with you at least for a week and read these over, and it will increase your Thanksgiving quota. There is a, a relationship between spiritual health and thanksgiving. There are not too many qualities that I can think of that, would, that I'd put as high as thanksgiving. I'd put humility up there. But in terms of the importance for our spiritual well-being, thanksgiving is, is right up there near the top. And the lack, on the other hand, the lack of thanksgiving is related in the scripture to perversion. It says in Romans chapter 1, although they knew God, they did not honor him as God, or give thanks. But they became futile in their thinking, and their futile hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. You keep reading, and it gets worse. It spirals down. If you have a problem with Thanksgiving, you have other problems that you may not even know about, but they're very serious. And so we want to grow in our ability to be thankful. We looked uh, half a year ago or so at the 10 lepers who were cleansed. How many returned? That's a really sad percentage. One returned, and so he connected with Jesus. He made a connection with Jesus, probably followed him the rest of his life. What did the nine do? We don't know. But what were they thinking in their head? What was going on? They just got healed from leprosy. It changed their life forever. They're changed. And what? Well, I, I got to get home to my family. I got to go tell my boss. What would they say instead of coming back to connect with Jesus? I don't their mind is not thinking right. And the inability to give thanks will make you go crazy. Your thinking will be, uh, it, it will be foul. And so I'm just going to share some things about Thanksgiving. Grateful people are humble people. It, they, they go hand in hand. They... Uh, Ingratitude is kind of a look-at-me outlook, a lack of humility. Grateful people appreciate the contribution of others to their lives, just like we talked about now. Grateful people recognize that other people are a part of their life. I like to see athletes who are really good and really humble. You see a quarterback who is scrambling because the defense are coming in, and he's scrambling, and he gets away quick enough 
to throw an off-balance pass 45 yards down the field to a guy who's sprinting 18 miles an hour toward the end zone, and he puts it right in his lap, and he goes in. All he has to do is catch it, run into the end zone, and spike it, and then you hope he thanks the quarterback because the quarterback was doing the real work. A person who's thankful is a team player. They don't, they, they don't claim that everything is because they're so hot. Some of, the, some of the dances that they do, I know they're having fun, but I, I, I hope that guy thanked the quarterback because he did most of the work. Grateful people see what they have rather than what they lack. We all lack some things. We could use a little more. Maybe we could use a little more money. Maybe we could use a, a little more kindness. But a victim sees what he doesn't have and complains. A grateful person is focused outward. A victim inward. Gratitude helps us see and respond. Victimization helps us react. You know that reacting and responding are miles and miles apart. Responding gives you something to someone else. A reaction uh, makes you want to fight. Interesting, grateful people are open to receive the plan of God. There's a dance between heaven and earth, and a grateful person does it well. And that one leper he did it well. He did what was, what was incumbent upon him. He returned to give thanks, and I didn't. I can't imagine what, what, what kind of reasoning caused them not to give thanks. Well, it's the same kind of reasoning that would cause us not to say thanks. When it's obvious, when God has done something remarkable, and we should just turn toward heaven and say, you did this, you did this, I didn't do it. How wonderful you are. So we need to focus back toward heaven and say thank you. Thank you, God. We, we, we should be doing it all day long. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The sun's rising. It's snowing. Oh, thank you. I'm in California. <laughs> Grateful people are usually hardworking, like the ten-talent man. Victims don't have the same energy. They're tired out because attitude impacts action. A victim sees himself as problems as need. If you don't understand him, he crosses you off his list. The one talent man could have said, thank you. I can do something. I've got a talent. But what did he do? What's that all about? Yeah. Yeah. He, there was no connection with the father. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're hard. Yeah. He was afraid. I was afraid. You, you reap what you don't sow, which is not true. You reap what you sow. If you sow corn, you don't reap potatoes. Every time that I know. If you reap 
If you sow thanksgiving, you're going to reap it bountifully. So that he had a chance. He had a chance to say thank you for my talent and do something with it. Absalom was closest like his dad of any of his sons. Great potential. He was a leader like his dad was. He was charming. He was charismatic. He was winsome. He had it. I hope that wasn't a head. And had he been able to say, Dad, thank you. I know you're a better fighter than a father. And I forgive you and thank you for being a dad. Instead, he tried to take him out. He was just crazy. He was going to take over the kingdom from the yeah, why don't you? Having a weightlifting competition. Oh, you know what? I did. I do have some weights in the living room. I wonder if they. I hope. Oh. Oh. Well, it, it's being taken care of. So sadly, his life ended, and in in large degree because he didn't he didn't learn how to thank his dad. He didn't learn how to express gratitude. So this is not a little thing that we're talking about. This is really important to think about the people that are part of your life, that add to your life that you can say thank you for. I had an interesting experience yesterday that grew out of my forgetting something my wife had said to me. And we got groceries delivered here. And uh, I said, I don't think we've got any groceries coming. It was from Aldi. And the lady was bringing them. That's what they're doing these days. It's a good deal. And, and I looked on it. It said, Rebecca A. And so I, well, that, I know, uh, Rebecca Alex. And so I tried calling her. It didn't reach her. And I said, I'm sorry. I could take them, but I don't know if we're supposed to have them. Well, my wife had told me. Uh, a couple days ago that there was going to be some coming and I went over the the top. So uh, she left and Karen said, you were supposed to take those roaches. I said, oh no. So she called Karis and Karis called the lady and she came back and she was really unhappy because she missed her son's game in the midst and and she came back and said, here are your groceries. Well, the Lord had spoken to me and said, give her a really generous tip. And so I, I said, here, thank you very much for coming back. And she said, are you sure? And I said, I'm sure. And I want to pray with you. Can I do that? Yes. So I gave her a hug. She was a beautiful African-American lady. I think she was possibly Islamic. And I prayed for her and thanked her, and uh, she skipped away. She didn't, she, she, she missed the game, but she was, it was a wonderful moment. Uh, and she was able to thank me, and I was able to thank her. Thanksgiving is a wonderful connector, isn't it? Isn't it wonderful? I thanked her, and I, I just apologized. I said, I'm sorry, it was my fault. I should have gotten it. But um, 
And God helped me to do the right thing in that situation to, to redeem it. Saul was very gifted. And he was the first, he was honored by God to be what? The first king. The first king of Israel. But we don't remember him for a strength. God made him big. God made him tall. God made him with capabilities, but there was something in him that was jealous. He wasn't thankful. He didn't say, thank you, God, for making me a king. He was jealous of David because David, uh, they, they sang that song, remember? Kiv Shaul Ved Saul has slain his thousands, and David his ten thousand. Not a very good song to sing when the king's around, but uh, he got angry and jealous, and it didn't end well for him. He should have been thankful that he had someone like David. Yes, that was willing to take on Goliath yes. because he wasn't. He was the biggest guy. He should have. Oh, <laughs> he should have done it, and instead of doing what he should have done, David did. And you're absolutely right. Yeah. Thank you, David. If he if he could have said thank you, God would have honored. It would have opened his heart. Say it. Say it right now. Just say the word thank you. May that be on your lips often. May you often be saying thank you. Thank you to your parents. Thank you to your kids. Thank you to your co-workers. Thankful. There, there may be times when you think, Am I, should I say thank you in this situation, like that discipline situation? Wow, if God disciplined me and I thanked him. I, I did once. I was buying some tires, and um, I shouldn't have gotten them because they were the wrong size. But I went down to, uh, to uh, Lakeville, got the tires, brought them home. Brought them to Tires Plus. They told them to put them on. And they called me an hour later and said they don't fit. I'd paid $400 on a Craigslist. I didn't know if I was going to get my money back. It took me, uh, then I had to go back down, waited for the guy. He did come back. And he gave me the money back. Then I had to drive back. It took me at least a half a day. And I felt disciplined by God. And... I was able to say, God, this is worth it. This is worth it. If I can learn to listen to you, to heed you, it's worth it. So thank you. I, I was able to thank him. But that, that didn't feel good for a half a day. That was, was that was a when you, Did you have like a check for your bottom or something? I was too hasty. I know. The, I think the Lord would have told me. Uh, if, if I just pondered and prayed and listened, I think I would have heard uh, a hesitancy. I think I, he, would have, he would have told me. He would have saved me the time. So, the man at the pool. There was something in him that was strange. He was sick, and here comes his answer. Oh, this is so wonderful. This is so wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. This is great. I've been waiting for this. But there's an excuse that comes out even before a thank you. I have no one 
Come put me in a pool. I'll probably be here, you know, you can read between the lines. I'll be here the rest of my life. This is terrible. I'm in a terrible situation. Jesus pulls the rug out from underneath him. He heals him. And now he doesn't have an excuse. And then when he comes back to him, he says something that's pretty strong. I hope I'd never have to say that to anybody if the Lord allowed me to heal somebody. See you are well. Sin no more or something worse will happen to you. His sin, his paralysis of the heart was related to the paralysis of his body. And he needed to do some changing in the way he thought about things. He needed to develop some uh, thanksgiving in his heart. Say more. He had, he had a reputation. He had a place in society uh-huh. as the ill man yeah. next to the pool. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it gave him a place and a position and a recognition by others. It wasn't good, but it was there. And he had an affinity for it. Mm-hmm. And he clung to that because in all those years, Wiggled himself to the edge of the pool, threw himself in, and said, "God, if you don't heal me, here I come." Yeah. And he didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wasn't desperate to be healed. There was some delight in his illness. Hmm. That's what I. Think. Yeah. It it fits the scripture, fits the passage. So. Grateful people will change the atmosphere in a room. They will change the atmosphere in a family. They'll change the atmosphere in a school. Are you one of them? Has God put that in your heart to to be free with gratitude? Because if you are, you will be sought after because you change the atmosphere. In a room. I'm going to pray for that for you, and then I'm going to give you a sheet, and we're going to look at that for a moment, and then we'll close. Father, we're sorry when we're reluctant to say thank you. We don't quite understand it, but, but sometimes we're, we're too engrossed in our own situation to be able to reach out to others, and we don't want to be like that man, stuck. We want to be free to see what you are doing and how you are using people in our lives to help us. And we want to express it. We want it to be in our heart and on our lips. And we pray that we could um, be that kind of person and that we would bring joy to your heart by the way that we say thank you for all that you have done to us. Amen. So you're going to get a scripture, and 